how do you get off a moving freight train? Um, do you jump out the door and figure you can get your legs moving fast enough, you're the right speed to hit the ground and stay up? Or, no you don't actually, I, I proved that. Um, you, what you do is you grab the big metal casting that's on the boxcar door and you sort of swing yourself out and get your feet going on the ground before you let go. Um, and so, how is it I know this handy consumer tip? Um, right after high school, four friends and I um, decided, actually we decided a, a little earlier, that we would um, hop a freight train and go to Colorado and back. And this is from Oregon. So early Saturday morning, we left Coos Bay, Oregon on the daily train uh, that got us to Eugene. We found another train. Uh, the, the train crew folks were very helpful. Uh, showed us which, which string of cars was gonna leave next. Uh, one of us, one of our crew who was uh, on the cross-country team ran the length of the train down and back to try to find an empty boxcar. Uh, he was on the cross-country team, but there weren't any. So we got in a gondola car, which is sort of a half-height car that had some steel in it, and off we went uh, into the evening, and everything, you know, it was a warm day, it was wonderful. However, um, sort of in the middle of the night, it started raining. And um, even with many other nights spent out in sleeping bags, this was the only one I can recall where when I rolled over it would slosh. Um, we got to Klamath Falls. It was um, five in the morning, roughly. It was about 33 degrees. Uh, and we hightailed it for a laundromat. Fortunately, it was early in the morning. Nobody else was there, so we like dried everything. Um, went back to the rail yard, got on a train that had one empty boxcar on it, and we talked to uh, several other hobos that were, <laughs> other hobos, that were on the train. And I, one thing had puzzled me, which is at that time there were four railroads that came into the Salt Lake City area uh, and ended. And I was trying to figure out how to get from the Southern Pacific to the Rio Grande, and I talked to a an elderly hobo who said, well, that's easy. You just get to Provo. There are two railroads that go to Provo. You go there, and all the trains will stop for water, and you can get on. It's no problem. So we thought, great, okay, we got this problem solved. Um, we arrived in Ogden, Utah, uh, the morning of the third day, and uh, got off the train, and within minutes were apprehended by the railroad policemen who had about a four-day beard. He looked like he just basically enjoyed beating people up. Um, and so we said, yes, sir, we're out of here. We you know, walked down the road alongside the tracks. And, and what should happen? But a train came along, uh, and the engineer leaned out the window and said, you boys going to Salt Lake? And we said, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to Salt Lake. And we... Uh, got on these hopper cars, and here's another little tip. You, you grab the front ladder on the car, if the train's moving, because if you 
miss and you hit the side of the car and fall off. If you try to grab the rear ladder and you miss, you can swing yourself between the cars and fall, and that's not a good outcome. <laughs> um, so we climbed into two of these big hopper cars. Turned out they were full of iron ore. And uh, there's a space between the load and the end of the car where a couple people can sit. So we were sitting there. It was a sunny day. It was beautiful. We uh, saw the Mormon Tabernacle. We saw the uh, state capital of Utah. And uh, we're rolling along. And we were, of course, being 18, we were throwing these bits of iron ore back and forth at each other. Uh, and I looked at the guy sitting next to me and thought, you know, his teeth looked brilliantly white, and his eyes were like white. I thought, man, what a tan. Uh, but then I looked closer, and it wasn't really a tan. It was purple. He was purple. Uh, because the iron ore had, had blown back along the train and coated us with this purple stuff. So we get off the train, uh, ask the, the train crew, well, this is not Provo. Where's Provo? Okay, see those tracks over there? That's the Rio Grande. Hit those tracks. Five miles is, you know, right straight down the track is Provo. So we started walking. I should point out, we hadn't eaten since about middle of the day before. And if you remember being, those of you who are male, an 18-year-old male, uh, you get really, really hungry. And so we were pretty starved. We got to a restaurant. First, actually, we got to a gas station, went to the restroom, cleaned up. The restroom became purple. We became a little bit cleaner. Um, and I think somehow we're personally responsible for the locking of gas station restrooms. <laughs> um, but we, so we went to a little restaurant, and in between the time we ordered our hamburgers and the hamburgers arrived, we ate every single piece of pie that was in the little pie holder thing. Um, we were really seriously hungry. I don't ever remember being that hungry again. Uh, we left the restaurant, walked back to the train yard, and um, I found a train crewman and said, so, uh, you know, where will we, where can we, where does the train stop so we can catch it? And he said, oh, Oh, the trains haven't stopped here since the days of steam engines. <laughs>